0: You're listening to the already canceled podcast. I got a bad feeling about this. We have some bad hombres here and we're going to get them out. Slap some bacon on a biscuit. Let's go. Let's put a smile on that
1: face. These allegations are false. What's
0: your profanity. Do I look like I know what a JPEG is?
1: What is up, equals, and welcome to the Already Canceled Podcast, where we rant about social issues, some markers, and at life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. My name is John, I'm joined today by my esteemed co-host, Nathan.
0: <laughs> Nothing like auctioning <laughs> off the intro there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome to another episode uh, this week. Unfortunately, while we did promise last week that we would be having some interviews this week due to some scheduling conflicts, uh, we were not able to get those done this week, but we will have them for you next week. We do have that scheduled uh, and in the calendar, so you can look forward to stories from social media next week. However, this week, we have a, a heavy hitting uh, lineup of current events and um, lots of issues there. So uh, Nathan, how are you? You haven't even you barely said anything. how How's it going?
0: No, I'm good. Um uh, I'd say that it's been really fun to see uh, how. People are encouraged by the interviews that are coming up, and how the interviewers, or I guess, ease I guess, interviewees, interviewees. I guess is
1: the are the ers, the they're the ease. Yeah,
0: yeah, are very excited to join us. Um, so, like John said, you know, scheduling was a was an issue, and so we uh, we had to reschedule, unfortunately. But today, as John said, we have a jam packed lineup of some fun stuff and some more serious things, and some of which we will delve into even further in upcoming episodes. Um, but this is just some current events, and here they are. John, why don't you start us off?
1: Starting off, we have, um, I guess, listener's discretion is advised. This story is a little bit disgusting. Um, but we we have a story about cinnamon toast shrimp. That's right. You heard me. Uh, not cinnamon toast crunch. That's the cereal. Um, and cinnamon toast shrimp actually was supposed to be the cereal. However, now uh, this is a story that comes from Twitter. Uh, I don't have the man's name on me at the moment, but by the time I finish talking, I will. Uh, this fellow on Twitter, he ended up opening his box of cinnamon toast crunch.
0: Jensen Carp is his name.
1: Correct. Jensen Carp at Jensen Carp on Twitter. You can go see all of his pictures. Um, he ended up opening his box of cinnamon toast crunch and he found
0: poured a bowl itself a bowl and I believe ate the bowl. Yes.
1: Before noticing that there were some shrimp tails in the bag of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Which is gagamole. That, not only were they just shrimp tails, they were covered in the little cinnamon sugar.
0: So Cinnamon Toast Crunch reached out, to, reached out to him after he tweeted about, like, what is this? And they said, we're sorry to see what you found. We would like to report this to our quality team and replace the box. Can you please send us a DM to collect more details? Thanks. And he responds, like, guys, I'm not sure I'm ready for another box. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: they end up, Cinnamon Toast Crunch... Uh, ends up saying that oh, actually, what you have there is just a accumulation of sugar. You know, it's it's collected into an odd shape, but there's no way for cross contamination with shrimp.
0: And he goes, okay, well, after further investigation with my eyes, these are cinnamon coated shrimp tails, you weirdos. It wasn't all that mad until you tried to gaslight me.
1: <laughs> yeah. So then they go back and forth. Uh, he ends up he's going to send or has sent. Um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'm going to say that a lot. We need a counter. Uh, He sent them some of the shrimp tails, not all of them, because he said he wanted to keep one for evidence for himself because no one would believe that story.
0: Yeah, so he's going, as of today... He's, he says, we're going to a lab, Posted And then he says, I have been sent to dot, 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 pest control. <laughs> so let's just say Cinnamon Toast Crunch has a little bit to worry about from a legal standpoint. Now, maybe there is and, some exceptions. And
1: from a PR standpoint, yeah. this is not. This is really this bad. This is not good. Uh, so the, the general analysis that I saw from reading Twitter, um, not only was there uh, the shrimp tails in his bag, cool. uh, there was some black spots in the bottom of the bag. That are probably rat feces. There was some string and some dental floss also found in the bag. Yep. That's absolutely disgusting. Like I think the dental floss is the grossest thing to me for some reason.
0: Uh you know, it, I mm, I don't know. Mice poo that that gets me. That like it, dental floss, okay, right. You know, everybody breathes, and you know, you you normally under normal circumstances, people really close to you, you might be breathing their breath, but the but the mice turds. It, so, oh my goodness. So
1: the consensus on Twitter was that a rat or a mouse or some rodent of that sort uh got into some of the materials, whether it's a batch of flour or
0: um grain or, grain or who knows. Or heaven how
1: forbid, what? like the final product cereal, um, and had a little bit of a nest. And so that's where um the the feces would come from the shrimp tails, the string, the dental floss. All of that would have been probably the rat's treasures that they're hoarding on their nest. Now,
0: the real question is, where did the rat or mouse end up? Is it ground up and basically sprayed on these things like sugar? I mean, I would be like, oh, that's like parfamole. Like, oh. That
1: would be absolutely disgusting. I'm going to pretend that the rat, you know, went out for the day to scavenge some more things, came back, and his nest was gone. He was devastated because his shrimp tails were gone.
0: I can tell you, it will be a long time before I buy cinnamon toast crunch.
1: I used to like cinnamon toast crunch; like, it's a really good cereal. But I can't imagine the PR nightmare that this is. Oh, this is bad. This This is is very, very bad bad
0: for them. General Mills, who's the who's the head company, is probably going. Oh, great. That's not good. (laughs) Yeah, and they actually put out a statement saying, basically. You know we're we're investigating this, but we guarantee that there's no issues. And it like a public PR after having some back and forth with him, basically put out a statement as an official opinion. Basically, just you know trying to mitigate loss. And that's, yeah, that's that's
1: yeah. what they're in right now. Is they they have to be in loss control at this point.
0: Yeah, it's like it's this, it's this purple square that in the tweet. that says while we're still investigating this matter, we can say with confidence that this this did not occur at our facility. Uh-huh. Um, we are waiting for the consumer to send us the package to investigate further any consumers who notice their cereal box or bag has been tampered with, such as clear tape that was found in this case on one of the extra bags in the box or another box. Yeah, I
1: think it was like a family deluxe size box. Yeah. So there were two bags in one box. It
0: says, should contact us at this number. And basically what that means is, send us the evidence so you have no evidence. Well, I he's going to a lab. He's getting this independently verified And then, if there's.
1: He's finding his own independent fact checkers. Yeah. yeah, Like everybody else on social media. Yeah.
0: And and that's probably wise. You know, do that first, have it checked. And if it really does appear to be an issue, then potentially get lawyers involved. Because if he did eat some of that, there could potentially be health concerns. Um, Hopefully not. I mean, you can technically eat a cricket and chocolate uh, if you really wanted to. Our
1: bodies are pretty resilient, Pretty resilient, but but it's still no reason to go eating that nastiness. Yeah, and
0: and mice poo can have all kinds of stuff in it, so that's just not, that's not
1: cool. Well, speaking of other people that need independent fact checkers on social media, (laughs) there's some new developments in the Recall Gavin Newsom case coming out of California. Nathan, why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, so there's been a uh, recall notice going out to, or I guess people running around with those signature palettes saying, "Hey, please sign this in California to recall him." Now, what that means is, and tr- by,
1: by the way, Gavin Newsom is the governor of California.
0: Yes, he, uh, organizer said on March seventh, they've accumulated enough signatures to trigger a special election later this year. It's one point nine five million signatures with that, with about ten days until the March seventeenth deadline.
1: I'd heard, um, I'd heard that they had two point one million.
0: Well, they're aiming, they may have that now because they were aiming for 2 million signatures Mm -hmm. and they may have achieved that. But this was, this article was published uh, March 9th. So as of March 9th, which is still a little bit from March 17th. I heard
1: yesterday from uh, a somewhat reliable political resource that they had 2.1 million signatures, which is, that is a lot
0: yeah, that's that's a lot, and they're all verified signatures that they have to turn into state officials, and then they would come through them and say, so, "Oh, these aren't." So Nathan, verified, would these, these
1: would these probably be considered evidence in a in a case about you know um, integrity of sorts?
0: I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it evidence, but it's definitely a conviction, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically saying the people of California. You don't get every person that disagrees with Gavin Newsom to sign something, but if you're able to get that many signatures, that's a huge deal. Now, this isn't actually the first recall that's ever happened in the state of a governor, um, because as you all are probably well aware, if you listen to a little bit or pay attention to a little bit of political type news, California is a messed up state. Just a little bit. Just a bit. Um, but several people have already begun their, uh, or and exploring their gu- gubernatorial bids, which is a weird oh. strange word. But it, that's former Facebook executive, C-H-A-M-A-T-H Chamath, I don't know how you say that, who's a Democrat, and then his last name's got to be weird. It's paul B T whatever. Something, something, somebody. The former San Diego mayor, uh, Who re- was a Republican, which surprises me. Interesting. Kevin Faulkner, um, more normal name, is running as well, and that basically means that his he will it will come up on a ballot in the future to recall him, and that if the populace of the state votes yes, that would mean he was removed from office. That's and that's would big another- for
1: California. I'm sure. I'm sure good old Gavin's over there sweating in his in his underwear.
0: Well, and at the same time, they would be asked to vote on who they would have. So it's it's not only is it potentially an election for governor; it's also an election to remove a governor. It's immediate transition.
1: That's that's huge, um, and I think a lot of a lot of people were totally fed up um, through just the way that he handled COVID and the schools, because California, I believe, is one of the states that has. Stayed shut down for the longest time. Schools were totally closed. Kids were still, you know, working from home, which is a totally different subject, but has been horrible for children.
0: Well, and about 31% of the internal sample of signatures examined are from people who are not Republicans. That's big. That's huge. That's, that's... 31%. Okay, I, and that's I guess at, could, that's at the one point nine million, not the two point. I guess we
1: couldn't say thirty one percent are Democrats, but thirty one percent are not Republicans, meaning yep. that there are people that potentially voted for Gavin Newsom anyway, saying we don't like what he's doing.
0: Let's get him out. Well, and they're saying the pace of the signatures jumped uh, when photographs emerged showing Gavin Newsom eating at a restaurant in close quarters with about a dozen other people when no one else was allowed to do that. Basically, and then it also picked up the pace in December when he extended the stay-at-home orders indefinitely.
1: Yeah, so pe- people are fed up, and I'm. I think this is re- it's really hopeful because it shows that Americans still exist. There's still a lot of true red-blooded Americans that believe in freedom and are tired of this garbage dictatorship that they think. COVID has granted them all the powers in the world.
0: Well, and it can also uh, go to demonstrate that if you have the willpower to make change, you can. Uh, Does it always succeed? No. But they had to put this petition together, an official petition. They had to get official verified signatures. They had to go out of their way to do this. They had to create a team of people. A lot of money was probably invested in this. And you're basically seeing the fruits of a republic or democratic republic in motion. You are you are seeing people making an effort to make a difference in their own local and states and that's important. That's what basically the article's showing is, hey, you do have a voice. Those of you out there in in very blue states, um make it known. See what you can do. It takes time.
1: As a as everyone's favorite builder named Bob would say, yes we can. Yes we can. There we go. So, also speaking of people who can, uh Nathan, what's What's the latest with good old Donnie
0: boy? So uh, our former president, Donald John Trump, I believe John is his uh, middle name. Yes. He is, His actually one of his uh, press folks that works for him, uh, went out on Fox News and made the comment that within the next two to three months, uh, three to four, you know, somewhere in there, uh, near future, he will be coming out with a social media platform of his own and will be on that social media platform. And that is, Due to the fact that there is a lot of censorship and redaction, and on other social media platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, the main ones. He's still permanently
1: banned on Twitter.
0: Yeah. And and Facebook has put in some slight changes, but nothing really. And so basically, what it means is he's going to steal some thunder. Oh, he's still, that, that man still controls. A enormous amount of respect in the Republican community and in the conservative community, and I would even argue in the Democrat community. And the only reason I say that, not because they respect him in the the normal sense of the word, but basically the ratings have dropped out the bottom for news agencies because there's nothing to follow anymore. There's no hard questions for Biden.
1: They built four years of their empire on anti-trump orange man bad hatred they covered everything he did
0: everything but everything was negative about him and so it was all sensationalism
1: and so now that he's gone now that he's out of the limelight now what they've forgotten how to do actual journalism
0: yeah and the problem is not only have they forgotten it but now they're covering for a man who has some issues that we'll get into
1: yeah so but I think I think this is big for not only for Trump but for conservative movement in general um, as we I'll just, be on it as the we, already
0: canceled podcast will be on that.
1: We will be we will be first in line to okay, probably not first no, in line because no. there's a lot of other people that will be in line. Um, but but
0: well, there really there's a lot of independent social media organizations coming out through the woodwork being created, and the problem with that is there's not a common meeting ground, and so what it's doing is dividing people into too many platforms. While I think having a diverse field is a good thing, and I have nothing to say against that. Um, there needs to be a place where commonly people can meet. And historically, that's been Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, etc., right? YouTube. But we need somewhere that's not controlled and mitigated by just ideology listen, in general, right? Listen
1: to our last episode on the plague of social media for more information on that. Mm-hmm. I would agree, though. I think...
0: And par- our future episode with our with our special guests.
1: I think Parlor was that place. It was coming up as you know the next social media platform and while we have covered that it it has been brought back i don't think it has the same reach anymore like
0: well you can't get it on your phones and that's basically killed it and they, the problem is they could do that with trump's platform too but let's just say there's a whole lot more pressure not to
1: yeah i i think it'll it'll be very interesting to see um i'm i'm very intrigued i'm curious i'm hopeful
0: i just really hope they don't like take it off app stores and, and play stores is Google. You know, I hope they just allow it to be, what you know, do you
1: think they will though?
0: You know, at this point they can they took parlor off so fast. Our heads couldn't even spin that fast. haha. But I'm afraid they might. Do be- you? Okay. I,
1: I think it will be removed. I think the better question is, will it ever even be allowed on Google play store, Apple app store? in the first place
0: it depends on how they introduce it if they don't introduce it with the bang like trump likes to do the big showman yeah if they don't do that and they just introduce it and they don't know who it's tied to they might actually get it out there but if and then if trump gets on you know yeah but if it's the other way around as i think it will be a big introduction here it is uh eh, unfortunately we'll see, we'll see. I'm a little more skeptical.
1: It'll be interesting. Um, like I said, curious, hopeful. We'll, uh, we'll keep you guys informed on that.
0: Well, And for something we did not see on our next topic under, oh, at least a whole lot of, under Donald Trump's administration, we are now seeing a return of, unfortunately. And we're going to talk about that. John, why don't you bring us into our next topic here?
1: Yeah, so unfortunately, um, within really, I guess it's been the past two weeks, we've seen two Major shootings hit the um, mainstream media and the news headlines. First, there was one in Atlanta um, out of a couple, one or a couple spas. Um, I believe there was at least six people um, murdered. Um, and then... Some uh,
0: guy went up and shot up some places and then and the then, second uh, one...
1: Recently, or more recently, um, in Boulder, Colorado, I believe the number is, what, 10 now, um, people were killed inside a supermarket, one including a police officer who um, responded to the scene. Um, and that man has been taken into custody. I don't know about the previous incident in Atlanta. Um, I honestly have to say I haven't followed them super closely. I didn't pay attention to the Atlanta one at first.
0: The Atlanta one, it appears to be targeted, uh, but the stories, details are still developing, and we're still seeing, you know, obviously a lot of that is is changing day by day, especially with the Colorado one, but... The one in Atlanta appeared to be as if he was just on a rage to kill, uh, unfortunately, Asian Americans or Asians, and that's just horrifically horrible. Yeah, any
1: any time... I mean, any of these incidents are always bad, but any time it's targeted, especially towards a certain group, um, that just makes it more tragic.
0: Well, and we're definitely seeing... Uh, and, and while that one was a targeted group and made everybody say, hey, white men are the shooters, white men are bad, um, this next one kind of debunks the argument and because it was a guy who was from Syria originally. He, you know, he had ties to ISIS and, and other extremist groups potentially. Um, he He's not stable. He has been homegrown, radicalized, uh, unfortunately. I mean, all these things that I say... Are true. You can look them up. Um, and he shot up a bunch of white people. So you can't say that it's only one sided. A lot of people now are coming out and saying, well, ban guns, aka our president, Congress, the left wing media. Yeah, we're, we're
1: seeing, um, as they've always done, um, there's usually a big pushback on gun registration um, and uh, common sense gun control, as they call it. Um, after any of these big shootings. But I think with this with two back to back back to back. Um, it, it definitely has another push for it. And this was even coming at a time when there were already several gun control bills. Some passing of which through the have house. already passed the House. And so I think it it's a very interesting situation and time for us to be in seeing um, what will come of this uh, because of all the situations going on.
0: Well, and I think I, I would point everyone into the direction of uh, Colin Noir's video in regards to the shootings. Um, it's on YouTube for the time being. It's it's probably on on Rumble and, and other platforms. But take a look at what he says in regards to the shooting. He lays down the facts of how many people are killed in the United States on a year-to-year basis with rifles versus handguns versus knives, you know, and the argument of, well, we should ban guns because the United Kingdom, you know, has has basically eliminated them off, off the public's hands and now the knife deaths are through the roof. So there's just, unfortunately, and, and I don't say this lightly, um, the, the problem is not the article used to, uh, you know, basically... Um, initiate mass murder or murder in general. It is the individual committing the crime. Sin is sin, and Absolutely. that's what we're seeing. It's it's some nutcase who has been radicalized and has gone bonkers and has allowed Satan to work in his life in some way, shape, or form, and has justified it to himself, goes out and does something stupid. Um, I don't condone it. I don't think it's right. I don't think it ever should happen, but what we're seeing is a knee-jerk reaction to ban the Item not ban or potentially enforce in a lot of cases uh laws that are really not being enforced correctly, and noir gets into that and discusses some of the laws that are currently on the books that weren't enforced or have some issues, how some of these shootings have could have been avoidable um and it's it is a shame, it really is a shame,
1: yeah, as Nathan pointed out, um you can ban guns. You can ban knives. You can do any of those sorts of things. But eventually, the real issue is an issue of the heart. And so we see that in these people. It's not the matter that they had a gun. It's not a matter of even they have a car because cars kill a lot of people every Mm -hmm. year. Uh, The issue is that they are sinful, that they are fallen, that they have bought into some sort of lie, that they have been... Told by society that life does not matter. There's no value in life. And so when life doesn't matter, who cares? And so that, that's the problem. And I think it really comes down to an absence of God and it comes down to a society that is so broken. We have lost a value for life. And that comes from a multitude of different sources. And so banning guns is not going to fix the issue. Criminals will always find a way to do what they want to do. They don't care what the law says. They don't care if something is banned. They will find a way to get whatever they want and do whatever they want and harm whoever they want.
0: Well, and a good example of that is um, if you actually take a moment and do some research on the drug cartels in Mexico and what Mexican gun laws are, uh, Mexican gun laws are actually pretty strict um, and, and pretty limited as to what you can have. Um, or buy or get, you know, but yet these drug cartels literally have automatic weapons, sometimes, you know, shoulder fired RPGs, you know, rocket propelled grenades. They got stuff that's like 50 caliber automatic machine guns, like things that are just bonkers, okay, that you don't see sold at a common gun store or gun show in the United States. And so what, what I'm trying to say is they're obviously in a different country. I understand that. But the idea of, well, if we ban something, if we prohibit something, criminals won't get their hands on it. As John was saying, the, the state of man is we're fallen, and if you're a fallen individual and you have an intent to commit harm, you're going to find a way, and you're going to do it illegally. There were no
1: guns you know, after the Garden of Eden, but Cain still found a way to kill his brother.
0: Yeah, I and mean, murder, murder has started as far back. and Now, we're not basically saying... You know, oh, it's no big deal. But what we're saying is, it, it the origins of it go to the beginning of basically time.
1: We do we need to ban rocks because yeah. rocks have been used to kill people, like
0: yeah, stoning was a thing in in olden times, and in some cases in today's world in the Middle East. Um, but I'm trying to where we're going with this is the current push that the administration is getting into and saying they should do executive orders on or should, you know, an assault rifles ban. Um, there's also background check stuff they're trying to pass. The, 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 problem is everything government does to potentially fix an issue is more government regulation is more government period. And more government doesn't solve issues that are related to man's fallen nature. More government just allows more bureaucracy and more control. And if we look carefully at that pattern, uh, basically there's a warning signal that goes out. A lot of people who survived the Holocaust, um, or, or even were proponents against it in Germany and Austria and elsewhere, have come out and said the one thing never to do is give up your guns. Um, and because that is the first thing they come for if they want to try to take power from you. And they'll use leg- like excuses that sound good, you know, it's for the safety of your children, for, you know, their, their, their people are getting killed, you know, they will use words that sound good, that sound like they're doing the right thing. The problem is whether or not those people actually have that intent eventually it will be used for evil because evil people exist and evil exists in this world. And what we're trying to get at is if the government is afraid of their people, and I mean not like trembling, but basically won't try certain things because they know the populace is armed, you know, they're not going to round us up like they did in, in some parts of, you know, Russia in and during the Cold War era, you know, the gulags. I'm not saying they're going to do that, but that's evil working when the people are helpless, okay? It's just a bad idea. It, it is, It is. we are one of the, we, I think believe we're the only country in the world where the right to defend yourself, aka the Second Amendment, is enshrined in the founding documents. And we're gonna get into that in a future episode and really delve into it, but long story short, we need to be careful how much we'll give the government the power to do.
1: Exactly. So while we mourn with the families of those who were um,
0: devastatingly murdered in these situations... And we're praying for them and for them to have peace that, uh, you know, hopefully their loved ones knew the Lord. And even, you know, for... And if they didn't, that the families would come to know him. And even for the countless
1: shootings that aren't covered in the news, um, while we mourn with those and for those... Uh, We recognize that more gun control, more um, seizure of um, property is not going to fix the issue. So while along the same lines as uh, guns and cars and other uh, dangerous items, Nathan, why don't you tell us about another uh, similar dangerous, deadly item that needs to be banned?
0: I mean, we were told wind was the issue. So I don't know how you ban the wind. But that, that's what we were told was the issue. Um, Jen Psaki, who's the press secretary for the Biden administration, came out and said it was a windy day, and those stairs by George just, just really tripped Biden up. And he just basically fell multiple times. That's right. If
1: you don't know what we're talking about, um, I just labeled this one Biden versus stairs. Yeah, that's appropriate. Uh, uh, Joe Biden was walking up the stairs to Air Force One uh, as they have on the, all those airplanes um and he stumbled he tripped not once not twice but three times trying to go up these
0: stairs almost literally he was i think he caught himself with his hands on the stairs so he was not upright
1: uh, my first thought was why doesn't anyone go help that poor man before he murders himself why, why is he and he breaks the only his one neck? on the
0: stairs <laughs>
1: <laughs> the other thing though that's ironic about this is just a few years ago Joe Biden was actually making fun of Trump for the way that he was descending down a ramp.
0: Yeah, he was at West Point Military Academy and it was rainy kind of dreary day and it was one of those like slicker ramps and he had those leather bottom shoes on. I have a pair nice dress shoes. I mean, probably not the same brand, but um and probably not as nice, but they're slippery when it gets wet. Believe me, I've almost slipped and fallen on asphalt flats flat, so it you know, was it
1: was a long, steep ramp, and President Trump was taking his time to descend slowly down it so that he didn't break his neck or fall on his butt uh and Joe you know and thought I think he was, stumbled
0: or slipped a little bit, and Joe
1: thought it was a great idea to mock the President at the time for that, so uh, little
0: did he know he was opening himself up to this. <laughs>
1: Um, I don't necessarily believe in it, but karma kind of came around and bit Joe in the butt.
0: Yeah, that was pretty bad. And and unfortunately, um, he's not. At least hurt physically. I'm sure emotionally it was a heart, it hurt him a little. You know, it took that pride down a couple notches, especially at the end. You could see he tried to pep himself up as he's walking up. And then he stands there and like salutes and he's like, I oh, see, I did it. <laughs> but it was, I tedious. did it, guys. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's just bad.
1: Well, as Nathan mentioned, uh, Nathan mentioned Colian Noir. Um, he's a very, very intelligent, very um, outspoken, b- outspoken and knowledgeable Second Amendment advocate. Um, he did have a, a a short video on the stairs issue, and he mentioned that a uh, every year, and uh, these statistics are probably off, so do do pardon me, um, but you'll get the gist of it. Every year, one hundred and twenty four thousand people die due to stair related injuries. Did
0: he really? I didn't see that one.
1: <laughs> However, <laughs> assault rifle deaths are in just the mere hundreds or thousands.
0: Well, no it was 200 for the year 2018 he showed us statistics that was like 200 and something uh, you know 67 or something rifle deaths which include ar-15s in them but that's also hunting rifles hunting incidents with rifles but stairs
1: so, so stairs are much more deadly than guns and so we need well, at to, least assault rifles we need we need to ban stairs because um stairs are deadly they will kill people they will injure people um they they're really out to get you. So yeah, uh,
0: yeah. We need more of those like things you see in Up. You know the movie when when he's heading up the stairs in his motorized wheelchair. That's yeah, what we need. Those yeah, little... we need
1: we need some motorized wheelchairs for Air Force One and for all stairs everywhere.
0: Now all joking aside, we we hope that he doesn't have any more harm befall him. Unfortunately, he's making more gaffes as of late, and is just creating content for the meme people. But we we do wish him good health and we are praying for his good health absolutely but as we should with any leader of of our country um as well as we pray that they come to know the lord and start following him in their policies um it, the bible does call for us to pray for our enemies and and, and our leaders and our leaders
1: and sometimes those two coincide together
0: right you know hey at the time probably when it was around the time it was written rome was in power and rome was pretty bad
1: yeah (laughs) rome was uh not great
0: not not for christians anyway
1: no so uh (laughs) they they were definitely praying for their leaders and their enemies and they um were were probably one in the same quite often so uh there's, there's a good precedent for that um and it's something that we encourage you to do as well. Is just continue praying for your leaders. Continue praying for those around you. Pray
0: um, for the nation we're we're in a we're in a tumul- tumultuous tumultuous time. That's there the we word. Go. Yeah, I was like, oh, that didn't come out right. Um, time and and we really hope that you know the Lord works through this time as we know He will, but that many more people will come to know Him. But also, pay attention to what's happening around them and maybe be that movement for change
1: exactly so how can you help that you can share this podcast with your friends with your family and with those enemies that you're praying for although hopefully you're also praying for your friends and family <laughs> uh, you can follow us on social media uh, Twitter Instagram uh, you can share this podcast with everybody
0: you can email us and send us your your questions comments fan mail articles you'd like us to discuss at um, already canceled media at protonmail.com
1: you can uh, leave a review for the podcast. That helps out as well, I believe. It helps the algorithms. It helps the algorithms and all the stuff, uh, algorithms and things you can listen a little bit more to on our last episode on the plague of social media. And you can join us on our next episode when we discuss stories from social media
0: on the already canceled podcast. Fellas, you have got what appears to be a dynamite sound. I can't believe you've done this. Thank you for your patronage. I'll be back. Oh, that's hot. Not a single thing he said is accurate. Bye.